Welcome to the Wisdom Lifestyle Money Show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham. The goal of the show is to show you how you can grow personally, financially, have a larger net worth, and leverage your largest asset to help you develop the person you want to be. I take you through all the steps I did from being nothing to being told that I was nobody and I was never going to accomplish anything, from getting kicked out of high school to owning a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio in my own company with more than 20 employees. You'll meet our partners, you'll meet our friends, you'll quickly discover how you can improve your life. So listen in and enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in today. I have a really exciting and special guest for you today. His name is Matt Bushman. He's a self-taught serial entrepreneur and he's the co-founder of the Synergy Real Estate Group with his partner PJ Lucente under the Keller Williams Lifestyle Realty brand. He's also the president of Bushante Development. With his endless drive for success, Matt continues to open up doors of opportunities for himself and his family. So Matt, welcome. Scott, how are you? I'm great. How are you today? Good, man. Good. Awesome. No, I'm really excited to, to have you on. And I think we'll start like when it all started. So where did you grow up? It's actually funny because when you asked me to be on the show months ago, you had asked me, well, we're going to start this with your life story. And at that time, I never actually really thought about that. <laughs> You sit back and reflect on how do you get to where you're at, and it's mind-boggling, actually, the steps to get there. I grew up in Leamington, Ontario, extremely hardworking family. I think that's really where I get a lot of my work ethics from is my okay. mom and my dad. I went to a school called St. Louis. There, I think, for me, grades 5 through 8 were extremely important. Okay. We had a, a teacher and, and coach that, I think, to this day, really positively affected so many people in our generation. You think back to, we had practices before school, practices during lunch, practices after school. You don't see that today. But we, what we weren't thinking was everything that you're creating for an individual. So the self-discipline, the work ethic, all that stuff is, we look back today, I'm like, that was a major item for me. From there, we went to, I went to Cardinal Carter High School, continued to play sports awards here and there across the board. But at that point, it was interesting because I felt like I, I wouldn't say got lost, but it was just, you had to make decisions. Yep. What's the rest of your life going to look like? And going through high school, you come across subjects and grades and so on and so forth. But I had a hard time really honing in on what made sense for me. I was an entrepreneur, just didn't know it. You know, okay. what I wanted to know, they didn't teach in school. And that was an interesting next step. So there was a co-op program. And at the time, my dad was one, he, an entrepreneur. He was a floor installer and into renovations. And I said, you know what, I'll go work for him as part of the co-op program. Yeah, that's exactly what I did with my father. I started working with him doing carpentry and construction. Yep. It was a couple of things. A, I got to be with my dad, which I thought was cool. Um, two was it got you exposed to the new build world. In, in the back of my mind, I really did want to become a something in the real estate. I wasn't sure what existed. I didn't know what options were there. So it's neat. So we would go in and do new build projects and you got to see from ground up what these things and what that process would look like. And right there I was sold. But at the same time, I said to myself, I'm like, my God, my dad works extremely hard. So I made a promise to myself that I was going to try to change the course of the family. Yep. And from there, kind of decisions were made, right? I decided to get into real estate. I asked my parents for a $47,000 loan. I was in high school wow. still, and I wanted to buy my first flip. So back in the day, you scrolled through MLS, and it was dinosaurish back then. But yeah. I had a concept and idea I wanted to do. So I bought my first uh, first house on the West End and convinced my parents you could move in it till tomorrow. All we got to do is change out paint and floors. <laughs> So I take my dad through the house and I lose him at one point. He goes into the bathroom. All of a sudden you hear this massive crackling sound. 
What was my dad? He fell through the floor into a crawl space. <laughs> Long story short, uh, that house, which was supposed to be a month of a flip, it ended up taking a, a year and a half. And to this day, I don't know if we bonded more than anything or if it was more than three first, but it was a great experience in some regards. But it got you exposed to the real estate world. You were now in it, right? Yeah. Sold it to this day. It's probably one of the more unique flips I've seen on the market. I've actually seen it sell twice after that, which is neat. At that point in time, still working for my dad. One day in the van, he says, mom said they're hiring at Lifestyle Family Fitness on Manning. And it was interesting because at the time through high school, I, I that's where I was introduced to the gym. That was my passion. I would work out two times a, two hours a day or two times a day before and after work or after sports for school. And that was huge. That was just a major thing for me. Again, bringing that grade five through eight experience of practice work. So I said, why not? And at the time, I didn't know if he was saying, I don't want to work with you anymore. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> Doesn't want to fall through the floor again. <laughs> You're a little too dangerous for my health. Or go do what you really want to do. Like, I'm okay type of thing. I went for the interview and lo and behold, got the job. And for me, that was really a game changer. That was a time in my life where I didn't know... I was going into it with two things. I love the industry, but I still had this passion for real estate. I didn't know what that path looked like. The first day of the job, I remember one of my coworkers saying that the bare minimum, you're gonna meet people in this industry. Again, didn't know what that meant, yeah. right? To this day, I missed the job. It was great working with clients. I love working with people, love helping people in any way. But during that time, again, I was in real estate. So I'm like, okay, how do I take this to the next level? Lo and behold, the owner of the gym to this day is actually one of the largest commercial developers that I didn't know at the time, but I saw what he was doing. He was doing plazas. He slowly built up Manning Road and he got into a bunch of other developments in Walker, which was just great to see. And again, I said to myself, I did not know this was a thing. I did not know that was something that you could actually do. I didn't know how that worked. So I said, well, let's downscale that and what can we do? So I put a plan together and at the same time, I was training a gentleman, a super, super nice family that ended up becoming my future partner in what is now known as Bashanti Development. Okay. I presented him with my plan. It was a construction of three, three fourplexes in the part of a city that nobody wanted to necessarily build, let alone live. And we had to rent 36 of these things out. Risky, yes, but the cool part was that the game plan and, and our mindset, I thought, made sense. The demand was there. We, just, we had to sell it. We sold out. We rented them all out the first, literally the first three months during construction. It was a great experience because I was exposed to how that worked, right down to the financing aspect, to what it takes to construct these things, to what it takes to lease these things. And by the way, once you're done, you got to manage these things. Right? Yep. So now you got to build that backend platform of what that looks like. The unfortunate part, 2000, and that was in 2005 is when Bashanti was created. 2000, seven, eight, nine, the industry wasn't so good. Yeah. My partner, the industry he was in was automated related and I was put in a bad position, completely understand it's his position, but he basically said, Matt, you gotta buy me out or we have to do something here. And I had no money. We just started these things. Again, I go back to parents. We need a loan for X, Y, Z. Because we have to buy a partner and I believe this is where I wanna take the company and this is where I know we can do things and so on and so forth. I'll give you an example of how interesting the situation was. Sure. At that time, I left the gym, was working for my partner on other ventures, had just built a custom house, had very little to no money, and he comes to the table and says, here's what we have to do. On top of that, as an example, I would do the, our own snow and grass. In the wintertime, it got so bad during this time that I didn't have a dollar to my name to pay for water. So you sit there and say, okay, your son asks you for X amount of dollars 
he's not producing anything. Why would we do that? Long story short, they did. Yeah. Um, and after that, it got fun. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. No, that's what family is there for. My mom and dad, they would support me through anything and everything. So that's great to see that they're there for you. Now, while you're developing a property, let's say, was there something that like a major issue that you kept repetitively seeing or is every property different for someone who's looking to build or develop? To this day, I've built a lot of multi-res buildings. We've gone through over 900 tenants. It's been interesting. And it's you think by this point in time, you have it licked. <laughs> You know what? Every property is completely different. My biggest thing is I've always, I was always big on max use. Okay. So if you looked at a circumstance, what's the max use of this property and work the numbers backwards, right? Yep. In your mind, what you're doing is you're also creating a gut feeling of problems. Going through from start, is there going to be infrastructure problems? What are the load bearing? What, all these things come to light, right? Yep. Once you've done that, your gut, and I've always been firm on my gut makes a lot of my decisions because naturally your body's gathering all this information. Yeah. And it's going to give you a feeling of go or no go. I think one of the biggest hurdles for me going through that process was you didn't really know a lot of people to get the jobs done. Like you were this young kid. You I think it's still that way. To some degree. It's fine people. Fortunately, right now, I think we have a solid team. Some people go and come and go just because of industry related type of thing. But I have to tell you, anybody starting out, that by far, you have to have a team behind you. You have to have people that will show up to the job. You have to have people that do it to the level you need to be done. That was huge. No, that's and that that's incredible. So Matt, I'm really curious. So you've had a lot of things that you've done in your life and it sounds amazing and you're gonna get into more, but I'm curious about how you got your real estate license. Yeah, it's funny because again, going through the gym years and and where you working with my dad and even back to my, my teenage years, I've always wanted to get into real estate. Again, I didn't know if it was from a development, from sales, I did both. And oddly enough, a game changer moment again was that position of my partner saying, we have to do something here. Again, just built custom home. So I said, listen, beautiful house. Maybe this is my opportunity to finally commit to getting my license, selling the home and moving forward. Ultimately, that's what I did. At the time, by the way, I met my future wife while working at the gym and her friend, her husband owned one of the brokerages here in Windsor, the Valente family. And I think they're a fantastic group. I highly recommend them any given day. I was there from 2007 right through to 2018, I believe. And it was interesting because during that time of going through that process, you're literally turning the page into something brand new. Yep. All the while juggling the development stuff. I didn't have an admin. I didn't have a secretary. I didn't have any of this stuff. So you're all in type of guy. So anyways, the real estate item t- took off really well. I believe the first year I was Rookie of the Year at Valente, kept on growing from there. But I'm just huge on learning. I needed more. And I, I'm a firm believer that anybody who wants to be successful, you have to have that naturally. Yep. If you're forcing yourself to, okay, that's, not, that's just not something that's going to end it in a good scenario for you. So I just naturally love to learn. So during that time, I said, what's next? Why not buy a gym? <laughs> Why not? Let, let's make it a little bit. A little bit messy. So long story short, while I was there, an opportunity came to buy a fitness studio, which we did. We transformed that into pure fitness at the time. My wife, it was funny because I have a picture of my wife the day one we were going through some renovations. We did a big upscale renovation 
and she was pregnant with our first child, Jackson. And I have a picture of her assembling her desk and she looks like she's ready to pop at that point in time. <laughs> so we started that adventure like that. Right? Yeah. X amount of years later, we sold it actually with our, I think it was our third child had just been born. And at that point in time, we made a decision to say, okay, what do we pick? We had real estate going on, gym going on, Bushanti development was yeah. continuing to build buildings. So we sold that and I think she did a phenomenal job with that gym, but that in itself was a great experience too. Okay. The gym environment, going back to your roots of passion, was interesting because that's what we wanted to do. Okay. But it was also a life lesson in the sense that just because you're passionate in something doesn't mean it's going to be successful. And there's, that's something a lot of people in, in any entrepreneur, I think, can actually respect at every given day. So we did, we did, we ended up selling because families first. We're just huge with that mentality and we moved forward. During that time, I was still facing some development challenges in the area that I was building. They decided to put make a CIP designated area. And what that meant was you couldn't plant a tree without having to go to council. I have a big fear of public speaking. So for me to go in front of council was like a massive ordeal. Lo and behold, I had to do that four or five times and one every case continued to build, which again, just make you stronger. Yeah. And at this point in time, we now have, like I mentioned, 110 tenant base, I think over all self-designed and self-built buildings. I was very fortunate last year to finally make the decision of hiring a full-time VP to run that because my passion is equally as good for real estate sales. So again, going back to that, it allowed me to really transition hardcore back into that market. Okay. So with Valenti in 2018, there was a company called Keller Williams that came to the table. Again, Valenti, that family was fantastic. The operation over there was phenomenal. The building, in my opinion, is one of the best in the city. Location is fantastic. Keller Williams at the time just really offered that team growth environment, which was a new topic for Windsor. In mm -hmm. fact, they brought tech to the topic. They just brought things that Windsor didn't really have an option for at that point in time. To this day, I still see a lot of flavor in different brokerages. They're now gearing a lot of their marketing towards some of the things that Keller Williams brought to the table, which I think is fantastic. A lot of individual agents are really gearing the way they do business into that kind of mentality, which I thought was fantastic. But with the team environment allowed us to really think about that. PJ Valente was, I think, a coworker at the time there, and we were friends as well. And I think there was a unique opportunity for us to do something, which uh, we set out to, to do. And we created Synergy Real Estate Group. Now, the premise of this wasn't the PJ and Matt team. Yep. It wasn't our names out there. It was the creation of something where if we were gonna create a team, Everybody coming to the table brought their own set of skills. And together as one, it was a pretty powerful entity. I think the company has brought a lot of unique things to the table to think about. We've learned, I think, an immense amount of exposure on numerous topics. It allows us to travel. We've been to New Orleans for family, family day functions with the company and so on and so forth. And it really exposes you to, again, another level of real estate. Now you're talking insider reprograms. You're talking international developments. You're talking yeah. just a whole nother world of real estate. Yeah. So that was interesting. As of today, we have a, a team of six. Okay. I thoroughly believe we have one of the best teams out there. They, each one of them bring their own skill sets. Each one of them is highly driven. We're slowly working towards, I think, stepping out of a sales role to some degree and really growing that part of the team because there's just so much out there that we can do. Yep. So you're mentioning you're looking to grow, so you're looking to get additional team members? We're always looking to grow. One of my, one of my mentalities though is always, it's a word called Kaizen. And Kaizen for me is, it's always that 
what I call the fail stop. So if I'm ever going too fast in something, I bring this word up and it forces me to slow down and then go that pace. We're huge on expansion, but it doesn't have to be overnight. And it's gotta be the right fit for both sides. So if an individual comes into the office and they've, we've heard a lot of great things about you or we're interested to join a team, what do you have to offer? It's gotta go both ways, right? So it's gotta be a natural fit for both sides. We know what we can bring to the table, but some people are shocked actually of what the industry actually takes to be successful and what sure. we have to do and the whole nine yards. Yeah. You know, it's definitely different. So when you look at advertising and marketing 10, 20 years ago, and then you look at it now, it's drastically different. The, the needs are totally different. 100%. Everything's social media driven. Everybody's, yep. but it's funny because in our team going back to synergy, it, my strengths might be my partner's weakness and vice versa. I'll be the first to admit I'm not a social media guy. Yeah. Like I, I'm sure I'd, people take care of that for me. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. The listings go out and all that stuff, but I'm not, a, I'm that young old fashioned guy. I'm huge oh. on the conversation at the kitchen table. Okay. Because that's really where my strengths come out. That's and awesome. you can't portray that through a message on social. So when you're backed by trust and experience, you know, my conversations, it's not about sales ever. In fact, I probably, express dialogue to clients more often to make sure they don't make a decision than to make a decision. And it's really the conversation at that kitchen table that's so important because that client at the end of the day, I'm hoping, and record's proven that we're doing okay because of it, I think, is that they're more apt to relate to you yeah. because you're coming from the right place. I love it. No, it's true. Trust makes the strongest relationships. So if you're going to someone's kitchen table and they trust you, yeah. It's a much stronger relationship. Now, I do have one other question for you before we head off for the day. You could say what the number one tip you could give someone to be successful or a trial and tribulation that you've overcome, where you could share some advice on that. What would that be to someone listening today? It's funny because I've been listening to your podcast and I think a couple of them have really hit the nail on the head of just do it. I think Nike had a great slogan when they said that. So I would offer two things. Number one, just do it, but with a splash of education and risk assessment. Because some people yep. can say, I'm going to go dive in, I'm going to go back. Because they've watched so many shows or read so many articles and I'm going to go do it. Had a splash of education. My biggest thing though I offer everybody is recognize your strengths and supplement your weaknesses. And really think about that. Because yep. you're not going to be, nobody's fully balanced. So if your weakness is, you know what, I'm a little short of money or I need lending, find that individual that's going to be part of that. Yep. That's so huge as part of that team effort. If your strength is you have so much energy, I'm a go-getter, I have vision, great. You've identified that. Your job now is to mold them together and create yeah. your next steps. Yeah. And, and the big one is the big why. Why do you want to do this? At one time, my motivations were potentially money, but I'll tell you right now, we have a $12 million portfolio, a net asset of almost $9 million, and it doesn't really excite me. What excites me is the opportunities that now opens up and what we can do. You're always raising the bar now. So at some point in time, your motivations will change, but I would clearly ask everybody to define your why. What is the why factor as to why you might be thinking about getting into real estate or getting into investing in real estate? Yeah, no, I love it. And for those of you listening that you're like, I don't know what my strengths are. There's this book, it's called Strengths Finder 2.0. Buy it, it's on Amazon, I think it's 20 bucks. So in it, it outlines and describes what the different various strengths are and then it's got testing and you can find out what you're good at. So ideally what the book is saying is if you do something that's within your strengths, you're actually going to be happier overall because a lot of people, they're doing things just to do it. But if you do something you're really good at and you love, obviously you're going to be happier. So that's a good book to get out there. 
and purchase. And then one more thing, Matt. So if somebody's looking to reach out to you or they're looking to join a strong real estate team, how would they reach out to you or contact you? Yeah, absolutely. If that's something you're considering, you can reach out uh, direct to the office, 519-566-7788. My direct cell phone, 519-999-9907. Either one will do that. Happy to set a consult with you. And we take people through a process. There's literally a, we have a, literally a test that it's created and it spits out some answers and it's interesting what it tells you about yourself <laughs> yeah, just like the streaks finder it's the same type of thing that's incredible yeah so that's awesome so yeah so then give him that office or his cell a call if you're looking to join a strong team and, and have your strengths be brought forward and used every day and thanks for listening and i hope you have a great day and thanks for coming matt appreciate it, scott no problem take care if you're serious about real estate investing and you want to take it to the next level with the least amount of time and mistakes, then you're going to want to sign up for our Real Estate Investor Hub. Visit CanadianRealEstateNetwork.com and hit the blue button or banner that says Free Investor Resources. Inside, you'll have access to real estate investing courses, networking opportunities, webinars featuring industry professionals as well as dedicated chat channels to share and get access to unique properties. I look forward to seeing you there.